Hello, and welcome to Roll and Roll. Grab a chair and pull on up to the table. I'll be your host and dungeon master, Brad Hendrickson. And as always, I'm joined by my wonderful cast of friends. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Very well. <laughs> Excellent. We're doing great. Thanks, Brad. All right. Well, I want to give a quick shout out to another friend of mine, Chase Adair. Uh, he is letting me use his laptop tonight. Mine is completely dead and gone. So we're working with a little bit of a new setup tonight. So uh, cut us a break if things are a little bit different than usual. But Woo, thanks, Chase. Yes, big time. Thank what you, Chase. Man. He is. Uh, God gives us good friends, and, and he's definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't think of any other announcements besides one other, which is here soon. We're going to be working to get uh, Roll and Roll over to iTunes and Spotify and Switch, all kind of like the major uh, broadcasting groups for podcasts. So that's exciting. That's what we're talking about. It is what we're talking about. Um, I can't think of any other announcements uh, for the coming month of February, but things are moving in the background. I'll be excited to announce them when they come along. But other than that, um, let's jump right into the game. <laughs> All right, guys, grab your dice, and let's enter into another story of Aklium. Last we left off, Uh, Y'all had gotten on and become familiar with the ship Harlequin, the flying levy ship owned and captained by Dagon Lux. After becoming on a four-day journey, uh, the first day leaving port three more in the air, you became very familiar with how to fly her, her ins and outs, how she even works, and how she's even able to stay up in the air. Uh, But uh, at the end of this fourth day, as you approach the island of Kawi, um, which is y'all's first destination on a, a gambit of delivery runs, uh, Petricor and the captain decided to do an exterior expedition of the ship to, to kind of make sure everything was okay, and they noticed some type of scorch mark or a crack. Uh, and soon after, the, the ship seemed to have lost power and began falling out of the sky. Uh, with a group effort, y'all were able to get her to uh, splash down safely, and uh, kind of make sure it wasn't sinking, but only for a few moments until some strange fish-like humanoids arrived riding hammerhead sharks, of all things, and they began boarding and claiming that they're going to take the ship as their own because this is their territory. You've kind of busted in there, quickly dispatching them uh, with a great, uh, I think we had a Nat 20 in there from Petrichor. Uh, Y'all fended off these two uh, attackers um, before uh, y'all noticed that another set of ships coming from the island had approached and uh, had st- a man had stepped onto the ship wearing a purple headband with shark teeth kind of sewn into it, a black ponytail. He leveled his great sword at you, which was in the shape of kind of a giant hook. Who are you? Right. Um, I'm not real qualified to answer that, but let me see if we can find the captain for you. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go looking around, or can we just yell for the captain? <laughs> no, uh, captain Dagan. You hear okay. some, some rustling about, and then eventually some footsteps, and out pops the, the captain uh, 
with a, a couple of papers kind of flopping around in his hand, and then he kind of pulls out one specifically. Uh, he says, hold, hold up, hold up. Uh, we're good. We're good. Uh, don't, don't mean to, to upset anybody. And he walks over to the gentleman and hands him a uh, uh, some type of parchment. And the, the man kind of uh, puts the great sword in one hand, grabs a note, opens it up, and begins reading. And he kind of starts looking through it very slowly, kind of takes it, uh, rolls it back up, and hands it back to the captain. He's like, okay, it seems that we will need to speak to the counselors. Can you get this ship to the island? Any paddles? I mean, yeah. Do you, do you have some paddles you can lend us, or maybe could you tow us? Or well, why am I asking, Captain? What? <laughs> do you have something else on here that can push us? Uh, uh no, I don't. Uh, I don't think I do. Um, do y'all have any ideas? I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. If if your boats can tow us, I can. I mean, I have grappling hooks. We can lock onto your boats, and maybe that'll get us somewhere. I believe this is a good idea. We need to leave before those sea devils return with more of their brothers. Are there still sharks out? Savings go to the edge and see if the two hammerhead sharks are still about. The two that were there with the original uh, pair of uh, sea humanoids uh, were seemed to have been taken away or followed the other ones when they all dived back down. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to get the uh, my grappling hooks out of my pack and pass them along to the gentleman with the big hook sword. Um, we still have two bodies on the ship, don't we? <laughs> Yes, there are still two. And with that, the captain looks around. It's like, what are what are those? What what happened? Ah, uh, well, uh, I mean, maybe Petricor should explain. Uh, I'd like to make uh, I guess a, an, a, a, I don't know what kind of check to decide what they are. Uh, nature. You can use a nature check. Okay. Uh, cool. Natural twenty. <laughs> Natural 20. Um, Never left home. Nat 20 on alien creatures. (laughs) So you uh, kind of lean over the bodies. Um, You don't know what they are just because you've never experienced anything like this before. But you can tell that they can breathe underwater. Uh, They kind of have gills on the side. Uh, They... um, you know they're not mermaids for sure, or standard merfolk, because you know that at least mermaids have no legs and just fish tails. Well, these guys have uh, amphibian-like legs along with a tail that follows. Um, so you've eliminated some options, but you don't know exactly what they are. Do they have any pouches or bags on them? Uh, yeah, some of them uh, do have uh, um, a little leather kind of almost like squid pouches like they've taken a squid inverted it and now are using it kind of like a pouch squid well Jabu, they look like fish people there you are captain we have killed some fish people and uh they hopped up on the boat and decided that it was theirs but we well, disagreed we, no. <laughs> we, we had we had strong disagreement and petrichor may have kebobbed one and 
um, I may have taken part of the head off the other. <laughs> it was really cool, though, like what you did with your um, sword. Thank you. I, I was impressed with the spear. It was, it was beautiful stuff. Um, but I had a thought, Captain. Could we uh, maybe go fishing using these fish people? It uh, depends on what you want to catch, but I have a feeling if it's big enough to get their mouths around the body, their mouths are big enough to get around us. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Safi's going to take her quarterstaff and the one that's smashed in front of her that Petrichor killed, she's going to use her quarterstaff to kind of like pick up the squiddy looking satchel to get it away from the body and then look in it. All right, so you kind of... She doesn't want to touch the body. Uh, you move it away. Um, uh, give me... No, nah, you don't need to make an investigation. You pop it open, uh, put a hand inside. You can f uh, feel a couple of uh, coins uh, inside the purse, uh, this kind of squid purse. And um, that's really about it. You find, like, some other little morsels of things, probably some type of snack food. Uh, but... There are a few. There's probably about seven silver pieces in there. I'll take the silver and the, I'll take a small bite of the strange-looking food. Sophie, as the original resident expert on all things nature, I wouldn't eat that. Uh, you take a, a bite of it, and it's um, what we would know as calamari, <laughs> mm. but very raw. Little, little, little uh, juicy. Kind of yeah, pop in your mouth when you when you take a bite. Uh, is there another sack that's on the one that I'm or that I that I uh, uh, goodness what's the word in English decapitated? <laughs> yeah, we still haven't figured out what's only cutting off half their head. Somebody needs yeah, to, to comment. I really think that's got to be half capitation, or maybe the Germans have a word for it. Half cap. <laughs> you half captain man. Um, no. You uh, go over to the the body and um, you see it's got another similar satchel on it. Okay, I'd like to pop it open as well. All right, you get your hands in there, but since you kind of have fur on your paws, like the kind of the slime is sticking to you, uh, but you find uh, six silver coins in there. Um, by the way, these aren't like they're they seem to have their own unique seal on them for whatever civilization that they deal with. But you can definitely tell it's still a silver piece. It's, it's still, useful. yeah. Okay. Um, Sorrow. Okay, I'm gonna. The captain and the fellow with the the hook sword are still around. Yeah. Yeah, they've taken the grappling hook kind of designs that you've given them, and they're beginning to attach them to the four uh, small. I want to say dinghy is the right word, but they it's a single shale, sail kind of like rowboat. Okay. Uh, uh, so I'm going to go and ask the captain real quick. Uh, so Dagan, do you happen to know what we ought to do with these or maybe would that guy know what to do with these? Um, I mean, my suggestion is just push them back in the water, let their people deal with them the way they want. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and I'm going to kick the one overboard that I... <laughs> Halfway decapitated. Azarbo, don't kick it. What if they're watching? Maybe okay. place it gently in the water. More respectfully, maybe? They seem 
like they may not like us already, so maybe we shouldn't do anything more to make them angry. And you can hear Haku uh, or the, this gentleman uh, uh, talk out over kind of overhearing. Say, they deserve no respect. Push them in. And yes, they are watching. I whisper, put them in gently. Uh, okay, I'm going to kind of like fold the arms over his chest and then kick him in. <laughs> Plunk. Uh, At least he was positioned right, okay? <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's a little bit better. Thanks, yeah. Well, as you look over the boat and you can now see the bodies are very slowly kind of going under the crossed arms kind of come undone. <laughs> hey, it's the, it's, the, it's the dot that counts. I hope you're right. I'm going to go back toward the front of the boat. Actually, rather, the other one's still on board, though, yeah? You've already kicked one off, and then there was only two to begin with. Yeah. Well, Petricor, you want to toss yours back in, or? Uh, all right. Both are, both are already in. You've, you kicked off one, and then you folded the arms of the other and kicked it off. Oh, oh, oh. I thought I was doing that on the same one. Oh, I assume that, that first time you said you were going to kick it off, you kicked it off. <clears throat> Yeah, cool. Fair enough, so by the way. No, no fish left. No fish left. No fish folk. Okay. Well, Captain, what's this? Uh, the guy who's towing our boat. You happen? You happen to know him? Uh, no, I don't. I actually don't know anybody from Kawat. This will be my first time visiting. What was the paper that you showed him? Uh, it was proof that I had an order from uh, Tombat, another village on the island. Um, the people of Kawi believe in their traditions. Uh, it's a bit, a bit rough to visit Kawat. How do you mean a bit rough? They aren't a big fan of outsiders. Um, they generally like to keep their gates closed to, uh, folk that aren't like them. And you notice that, um, you can now tell that everybody that's approached on a boat is a half elf. Oh. Oh snap. Okay. Good to know. So, do you happen to know why it is that they are so insular, or is it just that's what we know? <laughs> uh, at this point, the captain like begins to open his mouth, but you can hear the gentleman that's kind of been leading this group steps in. Is because we have a history of dealing with people who want to oppress us or view us as less. So no, we do not like strangers entering our island. All right. I'm going to look at this bloke and say, you know, uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, hopefully we can strike a better relationship than maybe some of your history. I'm Azarbo, I'm a prince of Moonfalls, and stick out a slimy paw. The uh, man... Uh, looks at you and takes a moment, but he does take your hand. And he says, I am Haku Kanu. Haku Kanu. H-A-K-U space K-A-N-U. Is Kanu a family name or is that your given name? Or which do you prefer me call you? Just call me Haku. But yes, Kanu is my family's name. Very nice to meet you, Arthur. Now come, let us go before the sea devils return. 
and he steps back into his boat and you watch as like pink lines of energy line through the, the small sails attached to each one of these boats and the sails come to life like they're filled with air and you can feel the harlequin slowly inching forward and beginning to pull towards the island are there ships magic are there boats magic or are they causing the the wind or are they causing the spell can we tell um you give me an arcana check Mm. Nine. A nine? Um, you're Good really, nine. you're really not sure. You did see, uh, kind of pink lines of arcane energy weave through the the sail itself, but you don't know mm-hmm. if that was the sail or if somebody put that on the sail. Gotcha. Drip. Come take a look at these boats over here. I think you would be interested in them. And he uh, and he yawns and and uh, and gets up from from the side of the ship. And says, what? What was that? They're they're boats that they they uh, started moving. It was I can't tell if um, the the boats themselves have magic in it. When when they started moving, there was this pink ripple that went across their sails, or if if. Um, the, the half elves themselves are causing them to move. Uh, I rolled a 19 on my arcana check. Uh, you can tell that the magic is in the sails, not in the uh, the sailors. In our sails or in the sails in of the other, other ships? In their boat. Yeah, the Harlequin doesn't have any sails, but the sails of these kind of dinghies that have come out to see what just fell out of the sky, yeah, they're magic. Gotcha. Okay. See, uh... It looks like their ships are met. Maybe we should find one of those. <laughs> I don't think those fly, though. But they're magic. They are magic. Um, and I... So they're, they're pulling us mm-hmm. like like we're being towed currently? To the island, yes. Okay. Uh, Captain? Uh, yes, Petri. Uh, now that the ship is broken, uh... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bro- broken is a strong, strong word to use. I, she's hurt. She, she's just a little hurt. In any case, Captain, uh, it's important that I make uh, wages for sending back to my family. And uh, I'm just wondering if I still have a job. D- ye- yes, uh, you still have a job. Um, uh, that's why we're here in Kawat. We, we're going to, to make a delivery. And we'll get paid. And then you'll get your cut. Alright, but like, after the delivery, what about the ship? It's not flying anymore. Well, I think I might have a solution for that. Another reason why I like to come to Kawi is because I have a friend on the other side of the island uh, uh, in Port Carter. Um, he knows how to work with levy ships. And I have a feeling, or at least I'm hoping, maybe he can fix her. Sorry, what was the name of the, the place you had the friend? Port Carter. It, it's on the other side of the island. Port Carter. With a C. Um, as I'm standing on the edge of the ship, I'm kind of like looking down 
and looking around and do I see any more of those um, fish people? Well, actually, as you do turn around, you catch as a spear is sailing through the air as you can look back and now see 20 of these figures half out of the water kind of riding behind the, the Harlequin. Uh, 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 guys, just maybe turn around and look about what's behind. Y'all all hear as a spear embeds itself on the top of the deck. I, I grab the spear. Okay. I'm going to make my way to the back and whip out my uh, crossbow. Okay. Um, they're probably about 100 feet from you at the back of the boat. Perfect. In that case, uh, let's see. I, yeah, I'll take some shots. Why not? All right, well, in that case, let's roll initiative. Dun, 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 dun. Bad it. All right. Okay, I'm dice out. Two got a 12. All right. That's going to be a uh, six. <laughs> Sassy got a 16. Patriarchal got a nine. Uh, Zarbo, what was yours again? Six. <laughs> you ready your crossbow, and the string snaps, so you have to restring it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, with that, um, it will be starting with their turn. You watch as two of these guys uh, riding uh, sharks, you can see their fins, uh, kind of pull away from the rest of the group and start hurrying as fast as they can trying to catch up to the boat. Uh, but that will be their full turn. Safina, um, it is up. your turn. Uh, Drapim, you're on deck. Cool. Um, so Safi, what did she do? Is going to create um, a minor illusion. Um, it's part of her illusion. It's a cantrip um, for a image of an object. It can be no larger than a five-foot cube. It can't create sound, light, smell, or any other sensory effect. Okay. Physical interaction refuses to be an illusion. Um, she's going to... Can she project an image of herself? She's definitely less than five feet. And, like, um, like at the very, very back, trying to catch their attention to maybe... Like, if they're going to attack anything, they're going to attack this little gnome figure. Okay. It's winging. Them. All right, so you kind of give a quick gesture of your hands, and a uh, image of a two-dimensional image of yourself appears on the back of the boat, kind of like staring at uh, these sea creatures, these seamen and women, seamen and women. I don't want to be exclusive. All right, so that was your action. <laughs> uh, bonus action, Shalila. Did I say it right yet? Shalila. Shalila. Congrats. Yeah. Bonus action with that with their quarter staff. Your staff begins vibrating with power. All right. Um, uh, Drip, it is your turn. Petricor, you're on deck. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll look over at them uh, and I'll um, kind of pose a little bit, like post up on the side of the ship. Uh, you mean pose like your hand on your hip? Um, yeah. Maybe hand on my hip. Um, like lazily having my like elbow on the the side of the ship, uh, and then I want to like have um, like blue aura come around my hand, and I'm gonna snap 
and wink at them, uh, and then cast Firebolt. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, uh, now there are two that have broken off from this main grouping, and that they're, what's the range of Firebolt? Okay, yeah, those are going to be the only two guys kind of within range. Okay, yeah, I'll hit one of them. Okay. Uh, and then for my bonus action, I want to... Um, what? You got to roll. Oh. oh, yeah, damage is the thing. <laughs> well, do you need to make a, an attack roll first, right? Spell attack roll? That's right. How do you play this game again? Oh! Yeah. oh. <laughs> That's right. Net 20. Really? Wow. Yeah, for real. Verified. All right. Uh, roll the uh, roll the damage dice and double it. All right. Yeah. I believe that it's going you to be... like you drop a black hat in the water. The D10. Oh. Damage. You believe or you know? He knows. He has it on his computer. Okay, good deal. All right. It's four damage. So doubled is... Eight. Okay. Eight damage. What up? All right. And then for my uh, bonus action, I'm like, hey, Petrigor, can you use this? Uh, and I'm going to toss him the spear. All right. Yeah. No, that works. Uh, so poof, a uh, flaming ember sails through the air and smacks one uh, on the chest, and you watch as small flames splash across the body. All right. Um. And then it'll be the end of your turn. Uh, two more of the uh, Sea Devils break off from the group, going around the other side of the ship, and they use their entire movement in a dash to kind of close the distance as they ride upon sharks. Uh, Petricor, your turn. All right. Um, I catch the spear tossed to me by Drip. And uh, <clears throat> they have it. They're not really on the ship yet. Maybe we'll just leave them alone. Guys, stop stop shooting at them. They haven't even... Maybe they're just watching us. And I started it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ready my ready my action. So if any of them board the ship, I will attack them. I'll throw a spear at them. All right. So you uh, hold an attack action. All right. Um, Azarbo, you're up. Safina, you're the next player character. Uh, Drip was very kindly giving me a nice bullseye, so I'm going to shoot at the same one. Okay. And that's going to be a 13. That'll hit. Awesome. And then uh, it's going to be 13 again. Okay, wow. Heavy crossbow, baby. Yes, a heavy crossbow uh, hits hard. (gasps) You uh, let loose a bolt and it sails through the air. The wind kind of pushes it just right as it embeds itself into the uh, the shoulder of one of these people and uh, destroys the kind of the shell armor that it was had over that the shell pauldron that it had. Okay, uh, that was your action. Any movement or bonus action? Uh, no, I think I'm Gucci. Okay, the rest of the uh, the sea devil creatures um, continue on their way, trying to to get a little bit closer, but they don't move as fast as kind of these first groupings. Um, speaking of which, it comes back to the top of the order, uh, and the one that you had shot at and the one that had gotten, or was also riding with him, uh, continue on past you guys, and they've now reached the set of ropes that are used to, that are attaching the ship, the Harlequin, to these smaller little sailboats. 
and you see them getting swords out and getting ready to cut. Oh, dang. Uh, Safina, <laughs> you're up. Drip, you're on deck. I run quickly to the edge where the where the boats and the ropes are, and I shout, Haku, can this ship, can these go any faster? And um, start pointing towards the, the guys with the swords who I can't do anything about. Now, they're close enough to the ship that you could kind of stand on the ship and reach out and whack them. Because uh, they, like, the... Uh, I'll just shout a warning. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Drip, it is your turn. Um, I think... I think what, what Drip does, uh, uh, is he... So, Brad, just to help me understand. So, I'm at the very back of the ship, and they have gone all the way to the front of the ship yep. in their turn. They're now about to cut it. Yes. How, how, how many is feet is that? The ship is about, um, it's like 100 to 130, but these guys have been doing movement dash on sharks that are in the water. So they can... Right. No. Cool. I'm just trying to get a picture in my head. Um, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to... I'm going to use my movement to move, I guess, 30 feet towards the front of the ship. Um, and then I'm going to um, to yell at the captain, um, the captain of the other one, and, and I'm going to say, uh, Hockey, excuse me, um, we're going to need some help over here or else... We might have to force your hand. Um, and I'm going to ready my action. Um, so if the guys cut the ship um, ropes, um, he's going to he's gonna use Firebolt um, on the other ship's sails. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying if Haku's guys cut the rope? No, the, if, if anybody's. The, the shark people. Okay, so you. Yeah, all right, all right, hold up. So drip, you are readying an action to fire a firebolt at the ship sails, if anybody cuts the ropes. That's correct. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, guys, it's 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 his turn. He gets to to come up with what he wants. Uh, oh, I'm all I'm all for this. I'm hundred percent in on this. Uh, y'all's shouts do uh, reach through the air and has caught the attention of the islanders that are pulling the ship along and you watch as two of them stand up uh, that were uh, there's kind of two in each boat so you have eight islanders with you uh, two two of them stand up and both uh, one of them being Haku another one just another guy in a different boat and they both uh, throw some spears um one of them, Haku's, uh, lands and uh, to the one that y'all have been hitting uh, with the firebolt and the cross, uh, the crossbow bolt. Um, you watch as a spear punctures all the way through his body and he kind of slides off the back of his shark. There you go, Haku. Woo! All right. The other pair of uh, sea devils that have been kind of catch up continue their way because uh, they got part way up the ship and they continue their way all the way up to the other set of ropes because the, there are four ropes in total and they look like they're getting ready to to hack them off. Um, Petricor, you're up. Azarbo, you're on deck. 
Um, Pedricor is going to continue to ready his action if any of the shark or the fish people enter the ship. So you're just going to stay where you're at? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like, if I remember right, I'm like semi in the middle of the ship, mm-hmm. not on the stern or the bow. Yeah. So I feel like that's appropriate. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I've moved to the side of the ship, like because I was standing originally in the middle of the ship. So now I'm to the side, waiting, like you know, in the waiting in the flanks. Okay. Um. Uh. Then uh, Zarbo, it is your turn. Okay. So are any of these guys going to be within hittable range for me if I were to like the melee range? Yeah, I mean, now that they're at the ropes, they're within melee range if anybody was on the edge of the ship at the at the bow. All right, excellent, man. Um, I am going to... Yeah, I'm going to go sprinting at the one... There's only one left on the side where we shot that guy, right? Or is it he, he was, it was one and one split and then one and one split again? Yeah, so if you're looking at the bow, there is one sea devil guy on a shark on the right and two on the left. Okay. In that case, I'm going to go to the left side there, and I don't know if I'm going to have to use full movement for that or not, but if I need to, I'll just use the feline agility and go full blitz over there. And I'm going to go attack with the scimitar. Yeah, it would take... Uh, Movement plus feline agility to get all the way down the ship to catch up. All right, sweet. Then I'm doing that and attacking. And that's going to be a no, ten. Hold up. It would take your movement and then your action dash to get there. Yeah, but if I use feline agility, I double up anyway. So wait. So then, with feline agility, your base movement becomes what? So your your normal turn movement would be how many feet? It would be like I did a dash action, but it, it just means yeah, right. It's just next turn he can't move at all. Right. I understand that, but if I is feline agility an action or a bonus action? Uh, it is, I don't think it's either. I think it's just one of his abilities. Okay. Feline agility. Your reflexes is uh, when you move on your turn, so it's just considered part of movement. Okay, so you go up to sixty feet, but the boat is a hundred. Uh, the Harlequin's a hundred feet long, is what I'm saying. Oh, gotcha. Okay, in that case, I'm just going to move as far as I can, and then I will try to shoot the guy who is uh, closest to me, I guess. Okay, along the left. All right, so you uh, feline agility kind of like halfway up the Harlequin. Use your action to fire a crossbow bolt? Yes. All right, Uh, make an attack roll. It's going to be, oh, shoot, uh, nine. Uh, as you kind of run up, uh, going at a full sprint, you kind of half, uh, you know, heavy breathing, let loose a bolt and it sails by and splashes into the water. Dagnabbit. All right. Um, uh, the rest of the sea devils take their turn. Uh, the one that had come up on the right, he is going to make an attack at the rope. Uh, and you watch as a spear uh, tip comes down and he uh, almost hacks all the way through the rope. You watch as it splinter apart with a little bit in the middle still holding. Oh, dang. Uh, but that'll be his turn. Uh, Safina, you're up. Um, so Safina drops the um, illusion and she will uh, use the minor illusion cantrip again to... Uh, create the loudest shriek um, possible with it around this fish person's ears. 
Okay. To try and just like distract them or stun them or make them mess up. Mm, okay. Yeah, I see what you're doing. That'll be my turn. All right. That's so no movement or bonus action. No. All right. Um, Drippim, you're up. By the way, if y'all hold an attack, if you hold an attack action through an entire round and nothing happens before it comes back to your turn, you can kind of let the, you know, I think you had like a firebolt ready. You could let that loose before your turn starts, uh, again. So if you want to release that held action, you can, uh, or you can let it drop. I think, uh, I think I'll release it. I think I'll hit the sail of the other ship. Okay. All right. So, uh, make an attack roll. All right. Uh, that'll be a 19. Keep rolling so high. All right. A uh, bolt of fire leaves your fingertips, sails across the Harlequin, and splashes up against the sails of the other ship. Parts of it seem to catch, but as a whole, it's not like bursting into flames. And you watch as the two islanders that were in that boat whip around and look at where that came from. Like trying to find where it came from. Zorbo, as a reaction, would like to point very obviously at Drip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Drip, it is uh, it is now your turn. As a, um, I guess you should keep going faster than put a fire under your belly. Um, and then I'll. Uh, how, how close am I to the to the very front of the ship? Uh, where you, did you ever kind of during that intermediate time move from the stern back up to like the middle where the bodies were, or did you continue hanging out at the back? I was trying to come up to the front. Okay. So you're probably in the middle of the ship with everybody else. So you're probably about, uh, 40 to 50 feet away from the bow. Okay. I think I'll probably, um, probably shoot that next guy with firebolt as well. Okay. Uh, on the left side or on the right side? Uh, whichever guy's already been shot. And I got a 19. Okay, right, so going for the right to where the, the one guy is left, uh, roll damage. Two damage. Two damage in total, okay. So another firebolt uh, wicks out and catches the guy on the back of the head, catching his little fish frill uh, cinders, uh, turning into kind of burning. All right, um... The other side, uh, they grab their rope and both of them take a shot at the rope. Uh, one of them uh, gets a hit on it. The other one actually misses as a wave kind of tosses him off and he doesn't get a hit on the rope. But that uh, uh, second rope is now uh, beginning to fray and fall apart. Oh, uh, I totally skipped the Islanders. All right. Um, and they will stand up and take their turn as well as Haku... As both Haku and another Islander stand up and they chuck uh, a second uh, second spears, um, they both miss with a three and a four. That was rough. Uh, Petricor, it is your turn. Zarbo, you're on deck. Okay. Uh, Petricor is going to continue to hold his action and wait until anyone boards the ship. Oh, well, not anyone. Specifically fish people. It's <laughs> <laughs> And he will throw a spear through their face. All right, so you hold your spear at the ready to, in case any uh, any of the sea devils get on board. All right, uh, Zarbo, your turn. Uh, 
I would like to... Wait a minute. Uh, I'm on left side of the boat, correct? Yeah, you're working your way at the left side. Excellent. Okay, then I'm going to take another shot with a crossbow at Fish Guy. All right. I'll take the shot at the one that missed just to make it differentiable. It's going to be a 13. 13 will hit. Awesome. And we're ready to go. Uh, that's going to be 12. Oh, wow. All right. Good hit. As you hear him uh, gurgle out some type of scream as a bolt punches into his back. Okay. Uh, all right. The other sea devils will make their turn, but y'all are kind of all faced away. Um, the guy that's still remaining on the left, he'll take an attack at the rope once more. And this time he'll land. So he takes his spear, kind of uses it as like a quick saw, grabs the rope, and snaps it. As the boat that was pulling you guys begins, to, the, the that sailboat begins kind of really pulling away now, not slowed by the Harlequin. Um, all right, uh, Safina, your turn. Um, she just dashes towards the edge of the ship, climbs up on a crate, and shouts at them, what do you want from us? I don't understand why you're attacking us when we didn't do anything to you. And her arms are just wide open. Right. Is that... Shouting at them. All right. Uh, <laughs> so you, that's it. you run up, hop onto the rail, because there are no kind of crates on the top of the Harlequin since it flies through the air. Oh, that's fair. Uh, it's smooth on the top. And you jump on top of the railing and start yelling at... The guy that had just popped a rope, and he just kind of looks back at you and uh, levels a spear. Uh, Drip. Um, Drip, at this point, uh, is going to run a little bit further to the side. Um, and he'd like to make, uh, I guess, an investigation or maybe an insight check on these sharks. On um, like... check. I don't know. What are you trying to accomplish? What are you? What, what's your? What... Uh, he, just, he just wants to kind of understand the sharks a little bit more. Maybe know what they're about. Uh, are they bound to serve them, sort of thing. Right. Like, like, what's their business? You know. All right. Like, yeah. Give me, give me a nature check as you observe the the sharks that are being used as mounts. <laughs> I got a one. What's a shark? It. Yeah. It's sharks doing shark things, man. <laughs> now I think to myself, sharks doing shark things. Hmm, what do sharks really love? Uh, and then he's going to cast Prestidigitation on the water uh, as far as he can, uh, and he'd like to specifically um, cast where you can chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot foot of non-living material for one hour. Uh, and he's going to make that cubic foot um, flavor of blood. Mm, it's good. Steve. It's there. I like it. Because it's just a shark. It's just normal. Shark doing shark stuff. Sharks doing shark stuff. Uh, okay. <laughs> be like that for an hour. All right. But, uh, and you can only do like one cubic foot of this. So where are you putting this uh, spell? Um, In front of the boats, behind the boats, behind us. Well, I imagine just like away from us <laughs> right okay so, it doesn't matter which foot i guess as long as it's not on top of me <laughs> <laughs> not in the water. Yeah. Wow. you really should though <laughs> as long as 
you don't fall into the water. Like, like away from the water. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> uh, what's your spellcasting DC? What's that? What's your spellcasting DC? My spell DC is 13. Okay. I can't imagine the spellcasting of these sharks is very high. Well, it's, that's the know. DC that they're going to have to beat. Maybe it's a really smart shark. What kind of check? You don't know. You didn't uh, pass your check. You're just a normal shark. All right. As uh, it's not their turn, but you can already begin to see that the one shark that was left, that is being ridden on the left, you begin to watch its head banking towards the smell in the water, and then one on the right has been caught by the scent as well, and is beginning to try to find where it's at. But it's not their turn, so they can't move yet. Uh, Haku and his villager, uh, or his islander friend, are gonna pop up, uh, and they chuck two more spears, and both miss as well on a natural one and an eight. Oh, dang. Uh, for the shark, uh, riders, these sea devils on the, the left of the ship, or on the, yeah, on the left of the ship, one of them peels off, uh, the shark instantly being caught by the smell of blood in the water, yanking uh, the rider away. He's like, what? Um, the other one stays focused on the task and he's going to take a chop at the rope, which y'all can now feel that because you've lost now one fourth of the power that was pulling you towards the Island. The, the pulling along has gotten slower and he'll miss with a five. Uh, as he does, uh, the shark kind of bumps him as it goes off to, to find the smell he misses, uh, with the, the small cutting item that he has. Uh, Petricor, your turn. Petricor is going to continue to wait for the fish people to board the ship. Okay. Um, but he is going to take, no, he's not going to take any actions. He's just going to wait for the fish people to to come on the ship. All right. Uh, Zarbo, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, Is the one that I shot the one that left, or is it the the, the one who's still on the rope? The one that's on the rope is the one that you shot. Okay. Then I will shoot him again. And that's going to be a a, a 23. That will hit. (laughs) I hope so. It's a 14. All right. Um, all right. You let another crossbow bolt loose, and it sails to the air. And you ca- see as it catches the back of the creature's head, the kind of the fin that he's got running down the side, splitting open. And you watch as his head leans forward, and then his body goes limp and falls into the water. Yeah, buddy. All right. That was your action. Your movement has now been restored uh, from feline agility. Um, so good and done so no movement you're gonna stay where you're at i'm gonna hang out all right uh at this point um uh petricor you've kind of been out of the combat uh in essence of like not really fighting so you kind of had your head on the swivel you can now see that the remaining probably about 15 shark riders are probably within about 20 feet of the edge of the harlequin and you watch as they're all pulling back their arms to unload a, uh, a a wall of spears as they all begin uh, sailing through the air. Cool. <laughs> Exciting stuff. Yeah. Just waiting. Waiting for 
Um, who at this point is probably the farthest back? Petrichor? Or right. you, uh, like for the farthest towards the stern. Yeah, that'd be great because everybody else moved up to yeah. attack the other ones, right? And what's your AC? My AC is a solid 13, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm not. Okay, they're too far, so they're rolling a disadvantage, but uh, two spears actually come down, uh, one catching you in the thigh, the other across the bicep. Let's do... Uh, to do a total of four, nope, sorry, that's uh, six points of piercing damage as two spears thunk, thunk into the, the wood as they slash uh, by you. Ouch. All right, and then let's see. Uh, this time, the rider on the shark that had uh, been... Um, uh, diverged away, kind of gets a rain back on it, uses his movement uh, and action once again because the, the shark was hauling really as fast as it could towards the, the blood, pulls it back around and gets it back up to the rope. But that'll be his full turn. Uh, so, Safina. She's happy, super frustrated. They're not wanting to communicate, so she's going to take her quarterstaff and just knock it in its head. All right, give an attack roll. Sixteen. That'll hit. Woo! Let me see. Where's my D8? Uh, four damage. Okay. And again, she's going to shout, What do you want from us? All right. Uh, Drip, it is your turn. Um, so, Drip... Um sees that this works um, at least decently well. Uh, and so on the other side of the ship, um, he's, he's going to try to move to, to the other side of it uh, and do the exact same thing on the other side. Right, so poof, you make another uh, kind of a splash of blood in the water. All right. I could do up to three of these at a time. All right. Okay. That's what I'll actually. All right, uh, and you can see uh, the one that had been on the left side and diverged away, not the one that has just returned, but on the other side, uh, is caught, still caught in the scent of blood, and it still seems to be pulling in that direction. Um, you can hear now, Safina, you being the closest, can see Haku uh, out. You can see down into his boat. He no longer has spears in his boat, and with his uh, great sword in hand, he's going to take a swing at the one that you just... Uh, Took a shot at. And that will hit. To do. Right. Uh, you watch as this kind of hooked blade greatsword uh, with a long handle. He just kind of does a big uh, baseball swing across his body. And you watch as he puts a huge gash across this uh, sea devil's chest. Uh, blood kind of coming out, uh, mixing in with the salt water. Um, you hear a good kind of gurgly screech at it, but it seems to stay upright. All right. Um, 
Yep, the shark that's distracted will use its action and dash uh, to keep pulling towards the blood. Petrichor, it is your turn. Azarbo, right. you're on deck. I, uh, I, I pluck the spears out of my, my body and I add them to my... They like scratch you. Oh, they scratch me? Oh, they were yours. They hit the net next to you. Okay, cool. Well, I pick them up, um, the two spears <laughs> that were thrown at me. And now I carry uh, four spears in my left hand and I continue to wait for any <laughs> of the fish people to uh, attack the ship. Okay. Like, like you know, on the ship. He is focused. Gotta give him that. That's true. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Azarbo, it is your turn. Okay. So, as I recall, we've got it. Uh, Haku did just hit the one that is still on the rope on the left side. Yes. On the right side. On the right side. The one. This is one of the original. Uh, the the first two that came out. Uh, he's still up. The one that was on the left has been distracted and is now kind of getting out of crossbow bolt range as it's chasing after the blood smell. Yeah, then in that case, I'm going to make my way over to the left side and then I'm going to take a shot at that one and see if we can uh, feather him up a little bit. Left side, the one that's escaping, or right side, the one that's still there? Excuse me, the right side, the one that, the one that Haku just hit. Okay, go ahead. And that roll was a 4 plus 6. Is going to be a 10? Nice. Uh, you t- let a bolt fly, and it tink embeds itself on Haku's sailboat. Oh! I would like to point at the shark guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You there, shark man. Uh, with that, we go to the grouping of uh, uh, um sea devils that are in the back trying to kind of slowly catch up uh they now spearless because they lobbed them all uh are now uh pulling up to the back of the ship and you watch as a few of them begin to clamber on uh this is your moment petrichor so there are now uh about three of the the sea devil creatures uh, getting their soaking wet feet up onto the deck if Petricor, I don't know if that will trigger your attack or not but yeah as soon as as soon as I see them climb up the side of the ship all right okay Brad I feel like I feel like I there's a disconnect between what the ship looks like in my mind and what the ship looks like in reality mm-hmm. so is, is is the ship kind of like the surface of the ship how high off of the water is it it's only it's only a few feet. Uh, it's it's the, okay. the top of the ship is pretty low. Okay, so it's pretty low. It's only a couple feet to the to the ship deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's like a railing that, that we're all attached to. Yes. Um, via the the belt, is that correct as well? If you have them strapped in, if you if you're connected to the belt, then yes, you okay. can cool. have it unhooked. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, I just want to make sure that I knew. Because in my mind, like you know, a ship, like a, like an actual ship, would be like much higher out of the water. So I just wanted to correct my vision of it. Cool. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I chunk a spear. Um, uh, I, it takes me a moment as I like decide which one of the ones I like the least, um, and then I chunk <laughs> the one I like the least at the first fish folk that appears over the the railing. All right, give me an attack roll. It is going to be a solid 11. That'll hit. Woo! Yeah, that's a one. That's a one. 
Cool. And damage? Yes, sir. Roll damage. Two. Uh, all right. So as you chuck a spear back, as they pull themselves over the railing, uh, you watch as Oh, I'm sorry. Two plus four, six. All right, six. Yeah. Uh, six. six points. Sure. It digs into its, uh, its calf. Um, okay. Uh, with that, um, you, uh, y'all have kind of pulled into the large, really wide lagoon of the island. And as you kind of pass through this point, you watch as the first sailboats, uh, the three that are still connected, as they pass through, it's almost like they pass through some type of water or uh, some type of fluid as there's kind of like a bit of a ripple effect. Um, and then you watch as that ripple effect goes halfway down the ship. And as it does, the sea monster, the sea, uh, the sea devil, kind of gets stuck at the wall and kind of just gets dragged back along the side of the ship as it can't pass through. But as the ship passes through, uh, the ship is now halfway through. As y'all pass through this obvious now barrier. Mm-hmm. That's but yeah, the only one who would probably be outside of the barrier at this point is Petricor. Because he was kind of the farthest to the back. <laughs> Send more wages to my family. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Are we still in, are we in fluid motion currently? Uh, we're still in the, the initiative count. So uh, the one that uh, uh, you had attempted to shoot earlier and had been dragged along the side is attempting to pull himself up onto the ship, and he manages to do so. Uh, but it comes now back to Safina. You can probably guess that the entire ship will be through by the end of this round. Um, so she just kind of looks around as she realizes that they're kind of going through this barrier, and um, she sees Petricor uh, in the back, in the very back, and sees him bleeding from where he got stuck by the spears, and she just starts making her way, moving back towards him. Yeah. Uh, you move uh, back towards... Uh, you could probably get in a movement dash, probably catch up to him. Okay, I'll do that. All right, so you kind of pass back through the barrier and catch up to, to Petricor. All right, Drip, uh, you've passed through this barrier. Uh, and what would you like to do? Or sorry, Drip. Um, this was Drip. For, for my bonus action, or, my, or I guess for my movement... I'm going to pass through the barrier, like, back and forth, like, seven or eight times, just because I think it's really interesting. Um, and then um, I'm going to look back uh, as the reflection kind of hits off of Petricor, um, and I notice that there's some guys on the ship now. Um, and so he's going to cast, um, press his attention again, um, and you can do it on uh, non-living material. And so are, are any of these guys wearing clothes? Uh, some of them seem to have like leather that was probably made out of fish or other sea-like creatures, but yeah, they've got. They're not currently living. No, yeah, this is non-biological material is on their body. Interesting. Okay, so he he cast um, that that blood flavor, that blood smell, um, on clothes of anyone in that um, one cubic foot. So one guy, one guy. Yeah, maybe, maybe like a shoulder of one guy, and then like a, I don't know, breastplate of another guy. I don't know. Oh, um, <laughs> and then they say, Petricor, kick him in. 
shark will do the rest. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Haku and the rest of his uh, islanders kind of sit back down in their boats as they pass through the barrier. Um, yeah, that uh, sea devil guy, he's been, his shark is well distracted by one of the earlier blood pools. Uh, Petricor, it is actually back to you now. Sweet. <clears throat> How far away is the guy that just got uh, blood stained? Um, he's probably a movement away. You could probably get there in a movement. Okay. Um, is this the same guy that I threw the spear at? Uh, no, it'd be the one next to him. No, I'm just going to throw another spear at uh, said fellow. Natural one. Oh. (laughs) Splashes into the water. Uh, It was my second least favorite. Good to know. All right. um, Azarbo, it is your turn. Unless, uh, Petricor, you you have movement left. You have movement and bonus action. All right. Okay. Um, So I'm within, I'm guessing melee range like if i could move and get to the guy who's on the boat now yeah there is no guy on the boat you were up at the bow and you watched as his body get dragged along the side as it was caught at the barrier line oh so the guy he's throwing a spear at is off boating back got it all right mm-hmm. uh then <laughs> yeah why not i'm gonna do a move and dash onto the back and then I'm going to take a shot at the one that he just hit with the spear. Wait, are you going to do a move and a dash? Or excuse me, I'll use the feline agility thing. Okay, okay. And make sure I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. Alright, so you pop so, out of the on the other side of the barrier next to kind of where Petricor is, probably a, a few steps behind him. Yeah, and then I'm taking my shot. And that's going to be a 13. That'll hit. Sweet, and then it's gonna be uh, <laughs> sixteen total. Yep. Uh, you let loose another crossbow bolt, and it catches the guy in the throat, and he drops into the water. I freaking love this crossbow. <laughs> oh man! All right, and with that, uh, the rest of the group you watch as some of them like attempt to to continue boarding the ship, uh, but as the rest of the harlequin pulls to the barrier y'all pass through once again uh you watch as they all kind of just get shoved off and pushed into the water the one that did have a blood smell put on him you watch as two sharks jump on him uh, and start munching on him but not any of the other guys that were bleeding it for some reason the they may be well-trained sharks or, or who knows why but only the one with the fake blood smell on it seems to to get attacked by the sharks and kind of gets a little bit gory Drip has a faint grin on his face and gives him a little wink and turns away. Safi has a look of horror and she covers her eyes and turns away. Drip, how did you do that? Do you have uh, do you have telepathy with sharks? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I just put blood blood on them. And, and sharks like blood because they're just normal sharks. Oh man, That's... sharks doing shark things. Sharks doing shark things. That's so cool. I wish I knew more about sharks. I'll have to find a book on sharks. I could just teach you some magic sometime. That may be better. Oh, would you? That'd be great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You have to show me that disguise uh, disguise magic you were, you were using before. All right, next time I'll do it, I'll show you exactly how I do it. Can you please? Can you turn into me? I can. Should I do it right now? Yeah, 
Sure, we're not doing anything else. All right, I use disguise self <laughs> to make myself exactly like Rip. And as y'all do that, all of a sudden, Azar, or sorry, Petricor, as Drip, you feel a hand slap the back of your head, and you can turn around and you see the furious look of the captain. Is it like the part of his head that would be my head, or would it be Petricor's head? It, but it's like clipping issues. There was a clipping issue, but the captain didn't seem to notice. So you really just hit him like on the butt, or like the... <laughs> so Petricor, th- because he's coming from behind him and he's kind of surprising him, Petricor thinks that he's a fish person. And he's going to turn around and like uh, kind of do like a just a, a wide sweeping backhand on the uh, on the creature that's behind him. Uh, give me an attack roll. With disadvantage because you can't, he's turned around and you can't see him. So disadvantage. That's all right. Ooh, let's see. Um, <clears throat> 19. Oh on God. disadvantage? With yeah, yeah, 15 and a 16. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, so as you do a wild haymaker behind you, you cl- clobber the captain straight to the deck. As, oh, oh, I'm sorry, we... Captain. I thought you were a fish person. And you now watch as a puzzled look across the captain's face as he looks at now two drips and seems to be very confused. And I pointed him. Look, I don't know which one of you... Which uh, one of so, you is the real drip? But uh, wait, no, Captain, that's drip. This is this is Petricor. No, I'm Petricor. <laughs> no, 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 that's drip. Both of you cut out, and whichever one's you Petricor, get rid of that crazy magic. And I like start like tapping like on top of me, but like kind of like a mime, like at the wall, like see, look. <laughs> and then Petricor puts his hand on Drip's head. No, no, Captain, he's tricking you. Don't be, don't be deceived. Uh, and I, and I laugh it off. And then, and he round. You watch as the captain round on Drip. What were you thinking, trying to light their sails on fire? And I turn away from him, and I'm like, Captain, you wouldn't understand. And he grabs your collar and throw pulls you back to him hard. I say, excuse me, sir, but you must not know me very well. You'd be wise to let go. And you'd be... I I assume that's an intimidation check. Do we have that? Yeah, make an intimidation check on the captain. That is a Sappy turns back around with huge, wide eyes, watching this mess unfurl in front of her. Um, right. Um, so I rolled a five. <laughs> Gosh. All right. So he's pretty intimidated, right? So <laughs> he's, until you say otherwise, he's going to keep kind of manhandling a little bit. So he pulls you back to him, flips you around, grabs you by like the collar of your uh, clothes, kind of holds you, uh, he can't hold you up because you're technically taller than him, but he kind of pulls you to him and he's like, now, I don't mind a few laughs and a little bit of funny business, but you just put me and this entire crew at risk. You better get your act together or you'll be off of this boat. And he put throws you back. If you throw Drip off the ship, I'm leaving too. So be it, Petri. Captain, from what it looks like over here, you need us. So it'd be smart to not talk to your crew. As if they were your children. I'm going to go and, t- and just touch the captain for a second and say, hold on one sec. I'm going to 
go over to Drip now and say, you need to shut up, like, post-haste. <laughs> Zarbo, you know me. You don't know him. Am I wrong? I you, but I also know that our people need a home. And this guy has got the way we're going to see where that's going to be. I also know that we saw him under him. Are we not already here? We're in one place. I got no idea if we can find a home here, especially now that you've uh, you know, tried to light somebody else's ship on fire. And, and I look back to our ship and look to their ship and back to our ship and I say, it looks like our ship's doing really well. So you're right. You know, you're right, Azar. Sorry. Azar, I don't think you want to live here. There's lots of fish people in the water. <laughs> I love a good target practice, but never mind that. Look, Drip, we can do all sorts of asinine stuff, but do not get in the way of us finding a home. Well, me, I don't know what you're, I don't know what you're about anymore, but don't get in the way of me finding a home for the Moonfalls. Or, or what? It is no threat. I'm just telling you not to. Oh. I'm assuming, I'm hoping that you can think through that. Yeah. I mean, look at me. Don't I look resourceful? Whether we, uh, and I look to dig, and I say, whether we let this um, human manhandle us or not, I think we'll be fine off. With but, that, um, we'll what's your armor class? What's that? What's your armor class? Uh, I think my mage armor is still on. Is it still on? What's the what's the weight? It hasn't been very long, so yeah, yeah. Activated when we crash. Activated when we crash. Is it a concentration spell? I don't think so, because how do you concentrate on that during uh combat? But um, let me check. No, it lasts for eight hours. Eight hours? Yeah. Uh, it becomes my AC is 13 plus dex, so... Shut the front door. That's, uh... 14? That's just 14. Alright, okay, then it still, it still hits. Uh, you feel a, a fist clobber into the snout of your cat-like face to do a... Or wait, no, he doesn't roll for that, so it's... We're for three points of bludgeoning damage as the captain all of a sudden rounds around Azarbo and punches you in the snout. And with that, Captain, that wasn't necessary. And and there we'll call it for today's session. As y'all all watch this captain suddenly just punch a uh, dripping uh, right in the face. Oh, you got to be kidding me! <laughs> yes. All right. Um, sorry for some of the, the technical issues. We're we're gonna have to do a little bit of post editing to clean up our audio. But once again, a big thanks to Chase Adair and his laptop coming in to save the day. Uh, all right well thank y'all so much for tuning in and listening to another episode of roll and roll and catch the next one soon our session zeros should be out so if you want to kind of see how some of these characters kind of came to life and who they are uh go check those out um but until then grab some dice grab some friends and roll up some fun see you soon